Hello, and welcome to Dopey. Hello. 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 You do it. I don't want to do it. Why don't you want to do I it? Just, it's not for me. People, people I'm the pre- sidekick. You're not. People prefer... But do it quickly. Two to one go. Dopey fans prefer you, you to me. Be, yeah, just so we're clear. You're the villain, though. Yeah. Hello, and welcome to Dopey, the podcast about drugs, addiction, and dumb shit. My name is Dave. I'm Chris. Some people call me David. Did your dad call you David? No, he calls me David. Your Davey. mother called you David, right? In the end, before she died, <laughs> she did. When you started doing heroin? or yeah. th- She called me David when she was not thrilled with me. Yeah. And when she was happy with me, people called me Davey. Davey? My, my whole life, from day one to, yeah. to forever, senior yeah. year of high school, everyone called me Davey. There were three Davids in my class. And two of us had the same last initial. Yeah. So some, and I had a book called uh, by this woman named Lois Lensky called "Playtime for Davy." Yeah. And I loved this book. It was a beautiful little kids' book. So everybody called me Davy, and I thought it was cool until I was twelve. And then I was like, I don't want to be called Davy anymore. And then <laughs> everyone still called me Davy. By more? No, no. Just because, like, in my school. All the kids that knew me were still in the school, and then all these other kids came in, and they just figured they were supposed to call me Davy. So, like, now, like, all of my old, old friends, my best friends call me Dave, I guess. My old friends refer to me as Davy, though. Yeah. Always. Okay. Yeah. I never liked it. Um, when I was young, I liked it. Anyway, um, what was the point? Where are you going? Davy. You were talking where, about Davy. Where are you going? <laughs> I gotta blow up my Soberlink. Oh, Soberlink. Chris has a breathalyzer, if you didn't know, that he keeps in a really nice case that hippies Look at the straw, though. Look at the tip of the straw. It's getting a little gross. It looks totally like a fucking uh, meth meth pipe. I've been doing this for over three years. It's it's actually... I should take a picture. Do we ever take a picture of this? No. You ready? No, no, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Ah. I'm really not ready. Fucking hell. I'm not ready. Did you get it? No, do it again. It doesn't know if I'm actually doing it, if you're doing a picture. I can just pretend to do it. Well, but now they know. Yeah. D- don't you care about that? Full disclosure and all that good Acting. stuff? Just you ready? S- no. I'm ready? Not, I, I use an app to take really nice pictures. That's why Wait, my pictures... Why don't you just use your regular because snap thing? Because do you know how nice my pictures are? Have you not takes pictures of seagulls in his free time. Do you not think my you pictures are good? SMI. What about the people who uh, sleep in the basement at work? Do you not like those pictures? They're all right. You don't like them? I like them. They're just getting a little played out. Really? The potato chips. They're not potato chips. The alpha chips. They're not potato chips. All right, now I want one with you looking at me. No, 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 no. I want three quarters towards me. (laughs) You look like Popeye. (laughs) Um, What was I going to say? Um... They're alpha not, chips, right? They're not potato There's chips. There's alpha, though, in there, right? They're alpha chips. Yeah, what the fuck's an alpha chip? It's synthetic soy- sawdust. Oh, it's so funny, because I see alpha chips, and you know what I always think when you post those pictures? Like, those are the best potato chips in the no, world? No, I think they're crushing the potato chips. I can't believe that's why you, that's why you think that, That's why you don't like the pictures? Well, I just always think that, like, how can serve crushed... You just said it. Ah, motherfucker. How can they <laughs> serve crushed potato chips? They don't serve potato chips. I know. Well, actually, I didn't know that. They use it for the floor. Latkes. You know what's the best? Is it a nice... <laughs> That's a nice pronunciation. A nice, a nice latka, cream soda, and pastrami sandwich. What are you doing? <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, it's like a great dish. They just go together nicely. That's a meal. Yeah. Um, you think my pictures are getting played out? 
Be honest with me. <laughs> You've been posting them forever. They're good. They're very good. People think I can have a book or a show with them. You don't think so? I think that you should have a little deli. I mean, <laughs> a little gallery right next to your place with all like. Do you think that. You sell the DVD. Do you think there could <laughs> be a show or no? A show, like your show? No. Just the photographs in a gallery. The guys at my job sleep downstairs on bags. Are those all of actual people sleeping and yes, not posing? Always. Yeah, they're pretty good. Some of them are better than others. Can we tell the Dopey Nation where to find them, or does that spoil anonymity? <laughs> yeah, don't tell. Them. <laughs> the OG ones know know where to find it. Yeah, you know. this is my sister. We still have to get my sister, my sponsor to call ask her. Just ask if your sister wants to come on right now. Uh, no, I'm not gonna do it right now. Right I'm now. All right. I want to tell her ahead of time. Okay. Arden will be great, and Arden's a better in person. Oh, I guess I can say her name. She's a better in person guest. Fine. Artie Lang says he was fired from crashing. HBO denies it. Artie Lang said on Thursday that he had been fired from his recurring role on the HBO series Crashing, but HBO and Judd Apatow, one of the show's executive producers, said that he had not been let go. Of Mr. course they're denying it. They don't want to get sued. What happened to your voice? There's the vape. This <laughs> <laughs> is sexy. It's like Omar. No. I don't want to say what I was thinking. Mr. Lang, who has waged a public battle against heroin addiction, was arrested this month on charges of possession of drugs, including cocaine and heroin. A st- he knows what to do, you know? I feel like he's a normal trifecta. Oh, yeah. yeah. Normal. Yeah. You know, um, vodka, a st- cocaine, and heroin. A storyline in the series depicts Pete Holmes, the show's creator, who also plays a version of himself, trying to keep Mr. Lang's character from relapsing. In an interview with the radio station WOR, Mr. Lang told the hosts Len Berman and Todd Schnitt, Schnitt, Schnitt that he had been let go. When asked why, Mr. Lang said, What have we been talking about? I might go to jail. Later in the interview, he said, uh, it was the one time that critics actually liked what I did in referring to Crashing. Did you watch Crashing? No. You would really like it. Yeah. You would, yeah. When a host complimented his performance, Mr. Ling responded, well, it's the last time you'll see it. But Mr. Apatow, who directed a number of episodes, tweeted a different story. Artie was not fired from the show. Yeah. Um, a spokeswoman for Mr. Lang said that he had not been fired but declined to comment further. A spokesperson for both uh, Mr. Apatow and Mr. Holmes declined to comment further. The network issued a statement saying HBO has not fired Artie Lang. Crashing has completed production for season one and has been recently renewed for a second season. Scripts for season two have not yet been written. On the show, Mr. Holmes plays a stand-up comic struggling to find himself after going through a divorce, and Mr. Lang plays his friend, a more successful performer. In an interview shortly after Mr. Lang's arrest, Mr. Holmes was resolute that he supported Mr. Lang and that Mr. Lang would absolutely be in the show's second season. Once you meet and know Artie, you're not going to turn your back on him. Unless you're Howard Stern, (laughs) Uh, Mr. Holmes said by phone. During the radio interview, Mr. Lang spoke in his typical brash and unvarnished style about the source of his struggles with drug addiction. There's a reason that people get addicted to it, Mr. Lang said. I don't want kids to hear this, but it feels amazing. That's why you get addicted to it, and then it becomes a living hell after a while. Artie Lang. Artie Lang um, was like 
in a huge blossoming, blooming of his career. He was saying he was sober. He was on this HBO show. Yeah, we posted something about his sobriety, and then the next day he got that arrested. That day, for- <laughs> the same day. Oh, I, 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 there was an article about how good his life was that yeah. I that I put on Facebook. Later that day, somebody sent me the article about him getting busted. So, Artie, man, we know what it's like. Success must if success must be the hardest thing to deal with as an addict, even worse than failure. Because if you're like struggling with addiction and your life sucks, the best thing about your life well, can be being clean. Well, I, I've said this on Dopey before. It's that the funny thing is that the great dream of every alcoholic and addict, or more for addicts than alcoholics, is that if you have enough money, you can mitigate the consequences and use right. And the people who kill themselves the most, not talking about overdose, the people who take their lives that are in active addiction, uh, statistically, are the people who have unlimited means, like really deep pockets, lots of money. Like Artie. Because, yeah, well, because they can use like as much as they want and they really discover like the big lie, you know? Because you're always like, your dope's like, oh, if I just had enough money, it'd be fine. And it's like, well, the people that have enough money, they really learn, like, it doesn't matter. Like, it's just a big lie. You know? it's, the, it's when the drugs stop. And then that's when people, you know, when the drugs stop working. And when life the drugs looks, stop working. Is the name of a song? No, but it, it will be. <laughs> when the drugs stop working. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Dude, I was at a meeting the other day, and the guy, I, the day, I was like, should I go get a camera, or should I go to a meeting? And you were like, go to a meeting, or you'll be selling the I camera see, yeah, for I drugs. See, I actually took a, a, a screenshot of that text message thread, and I'm going to post that on Instagram, because it was funny. So I go to this meeting, and it's a meeting I usually hate, because there's no time sharing. And it's just usually very gay. Not that I have any problem with gays, but it's a very gay meeting and they just, the same guys go on and on and on. But I'm sitting there. Do they do a lot of relationship stuff? They, they no. I've noticed gay people tend to do that more than... It's their fair share. The guy next to me, he raises his hand. He says he's had, and I don't know if this, is this violating anything? Probably. Is it? It's not me doing it, so... Uh, I'm not gonna do it. Though. Do it. I should have said this episode. I'll bleep it out, sort of. What are you gonna bleep out? The meeting. The yeah. guy said meeting. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, you could say it's at a twelve-step meeting. That's not violating. I just said a meeting. That's I didn't fine. say. I didn't say any that's initials. Just, yeah. Are you sure? Am I violating? That's what people do. Is they think, oh, if you say a twelve-step meeting instead of an AA or an NA meeting, then you're safe. I just said a meeting. It could have been a fucking business meeting. Yeah. Um, Jed's calling in too. Okay. Um, the guy starts talking that he has six months clean, and um, and it reminded me so much of you. Um, Why? Because his drug of choice... Oh, this is Jed. Should we take it? Sure. All right. This is Jed from uh, Church, and, Church other and Other Drugs, people. Hey, Jed, it's Chris. What's up? What's up, Chris? How you hey, do- is this unbearable? Is there too much background noise? No. Sorry. You sound good. Okay. Sweet. Where are you? It says you're in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Is it true? I'm in... Wait, I said what? The phone tells me you're in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. It's my buddy Adam's phone. I thought you're in Texas? Where are you calling from? I'm in Grand Prairie, Texas. Grand Prairie. Right on. At, at a So What music festival. Who's playing at the old So What festival? Bunch of uh, like metal and punk bands. Nice. Yeah, no one really like 
Life's big. You having fun? Yeah, I am actually. Lots of uh, lots of ganja. The the smell of ganja is in the air. Nice. Is that comforting or annoying? <laughs> it's kind of comforting. Is that weird? No, I love the smell of ganja. But it annoys me that I can't that I'm not allowed to smoke it from time to time. That bugs me sometimes. Wait, say that again. Sometimes it bugs me when the smell of ganja is in the air, and I, and I just, I just, you know, I have a sort of uh, enjoyable moment remembering how much I like to smoke weed. You know, I've noticed if I'm around it a lot now, it'll just give me a headache, like mm. a pretty, a pretty bad headache, actually. So, Jed, what's going on, man? How's Church and Other Drugs going? It's good, man. Are we live, by the way? Am I on? Well, we wouldn't say it's live, but you're on Dopey. You're certainly not <laughs> live. I'm on Dopey. Dude, uh, Church and Other Drugs is going pretty well, actually. Nice, We're man. getting a good response. Um, we're kind of uh, in, a, like, the grinding period of, like, picking up, like, like five extra listeners at a time. What's a good uh, What's a good good episode to tune into, Jed? What's that? What's a What's a uh, recommendation for an episode to listen to? Uh, the Dirty Mike episode, without a doubt. Okay. All right. So, Dopey Nation, check out the Dirty Mike episode of Church and Other Drugs, and I'm going to check it out too. He's lying. He's oh, not going to. He's not going to check it I'm out. Check you, it should, out. You, should, you should see his face. I know that, that hurts me. Like I listen to y'all religiously. No, you're, you're <laughs> like, such Dave a. Dave is worth to at least one of mine. No, so no, no, no. That... I'm, I'm pretty upset with you. <laughs> Chad, I've listened to two of yours, maybe two and a half. <laughs> just so, just so we're clear. Oh my god. And I actually, I actually said this in the last episode is that I apologize to you guys because I, I heard the one we did and then I actually haven't listened to one since. So the reason I was asking for a suggestion was so I could actually listen to one. But that's nothing on you. I don't listen to any podcasts. Oh, you totally should. Yeah, I'll check it out for sure. Uh, Joe Rogan is, is fantastic too. Although, like, he's so into like dmt and psychedelics like he's really like a a a preacher of the psychedelic way of life Hmm. yeah that that would be devastating to your sobriety chris yeah i can't listen to that too much it kind of (laughs) is so he trips out he's a tripper what's that joe rogan still takes psychedelics then oh yeah like like crazy he Mm. does dmt like once a month Dude, you want to hear something fucking funny? I was driving. I was driving. I was driving tonight to get to Chris's house, and um, I'm listening to the radio. And this commercial comes on for a travel site, and the travel site is called Tripping.com. <laughs> I was. I just thought that. I, could you imagine being in the meeting that we're going to start a travel site called Tripping.com? That's funny. I want to start. Have you seen sober vacations? No. Have you seen that? It's a whole. It's a some company curates and organizes and sends people on uh, these sober vacations like six times a year. Apparently, they're really badass too. Like Fiji and all these like exotic places with like two hundred sober people, and they have like meetings if you want to, but otherwise you can just chill on vacation. My mom sent me a link. They, uh, my hairdresser, actually somebody who was on Dopey. Caitlin. Yeah, she's been to, uh, she's gone on them twice now. She, she liked them. 
Oh, she actually went on those? Yeah, she was on, and she was on Dopey once. She's gone twice. She went once in Mexico and once in Florida or some shit. I don't know. Does she listen? No. Okay. So, Jed, what do you what do you got? You got you got some crazy story. I was telling a story just now when you called in that I was at this meeting, and the the guy just reminded me of Chris. He was talking about how he was six months clean, but he was obviously he was like an old guy, and uh, he was an alcoholic. And that when he goes to buy alcohol, he doesn't buy vodka or beer. His drink is Listerine, and he would go to the deli and. He'd go to the deli in his neighborhood, and, and he always wants the six-ounce bottle of Listerine. And the guy behind the counter is like, yo, Poppy, you're not drinking that, are you? So, <laughs> so, so he stopped buying it there. Then he started going to the Rite Aid to buy it, and he's comparing the prices of the Rite Aid brand Listerine with the real Listerine. Then he said he went there in his pajamas drinking the Listerine in line, Ugh. and that the Listerine high yeah. is the best high he's ever had. I don't know about that. He said it's, I there's some, there has to be some other ingredient that fucks you up besides the alcohol, I guess. It's, it's I knew a dude I was in rehab with that was like all into hairspray. Ugh. What, like huffing it? Drinking it and huffing it. How do you like drink tip, hairspray? It would, tip it, it would tip it upside down and drink it. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. How do you do it? You how do you how do you pop the can open? No, no, no. Like if you if you flip the can upside down and you press it'll on the nozzle, out. it'll just like like drizzle out the liquid will. And they drink the hairspray. Like the air. Yeah, dude, to get the ethyl out of it, I guess, and then you can huff the fumes. Oh my I busted goodness. him because I opened the, I, like, he was taking forever in the bathroom and I um, knocked on the door and I opened it and it was like a scene from Purple Rain. Like all this smoke <laughs> came out and his face was, his face had this like shimmery sheen on it. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing, Richard? And he was like, oh, nothing, man. Wow. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, so you, I didn't either, man. You learn a lot of uh, weird things people are into. Yeah, you do. You sure do. Like, uh, I want to, so I was gonna tell the um the Florida adventure. Great, let's hear it. Uh, I emailed this to you, but y'all never read it. Which I you you properly made my four step because of it, but uh, it's okay. Oh no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's not this. It's not that serious. Um, okay. I blame Chris. Just so uh, we're clear about this. Jed, you hear me? It's Chris's I fault. Totally wait, I so can. so we've heard, wait. You emailed us this story. Oh, I mean, this was like seven months ago, probably. Oh, okay. Ago. Yeah, like a long time ago. I'll probably Only remember it. Like, yeah. When you read it when yeah. you say it. Yeah. Yeah. Jed, I just want to say, I just want to say, anyway. we suck, and I'm sorry. And anybody else who's emailed us a story that we haven't read, you know, I'm sorry. But please tell us the story. Okay. Yeah. All right. So. I was, I had just uh, transferred rehab and I was going to the sober living in St. Petersburg, oh no, Treasure Island, Florida, which is uh, a little resort island, like 10 minutes from St. Petersburg in Clearwater. Okay. And I was six months sober and I went, I had gotten into longboarding and skateboarding with this other sober dude and I went to the skate park and broke my arm and got on pain pills. And this was in Florida back in the heyday, so I got super addicted to pain pills, right? Um, but I got a job at a resort hotel as a bellboy. And I had this cast on my arm, and I got, like, lots of 
the city and I got lost. I remember this story. Um, I remember this story. It's a good story. Keep going. It is a good story. So you don't remember the first this story? thing I do is, and this this was an old. It was a really famous hotel. I can't remember the name of it, but I think like George Bush stayed there years ago. Um, so they give you the keys to every room because you're the bellboy and you're supposed to have those for some reason. Uh, and I didn't think anything of it, and then. One day, I guess I was high on the pain pills, I went into a room, I realized I could go into a room, and I found some money, and I got away with it, and I was like, okay, this is cool. So, the jackpot, then I just started, like, watching people when they would leave and go in their room, so, Dopey Nation, if you stay in a hotel, do not trust the bell people, like, lock your shit up, that's, like, really easy to do. Like, that's a public service announcement, for real. So this um, old people tour, bus tour, came in from Canada. Two bus tours of senior citizens. And I was like, they got the good shit. I know they do. Old people always have the fire shit. So they would all go out as a group. So I waited till they left. And the third room I went in had, like, the Holy Grail, like, the 500-count bottles that are, like, six inches tall. I don't know if you ever seen those. Like, the yeah. giant pharmacy bottles. And they had Valium, Mortab, and Xanax. And, like, I, I swear I had to, like, go change camp. But I fucking... <laughs> filled my, I just filled my pockets with as much Lortab and Xanax as I could, and I fucking bolted. What is Lortab? <laughs> it's like uh, hydrocodone and a tab. Uh, hydrocodone. Yeah. Hydrocodone. Yeah. So, the, as we all know, Xanax was... This was the downfall. This was the beginning of the end, because then I just started getting barred the fuck out. So, I was under 21 at the time. So, strike one was I came in barred in the next day, and I kept going behind the bar and just drinking liquor. And they would be like, Jed, A, you're at work. B, you're 17. I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> uh, Strike number two was we had a work Christmas party, and the door prize was lottery tickets. They'd give you one. And I just took the entire basket and sat at the table and started scratching them all. And they were like, and my manager came over like, Jed, those are for everyone. Get those back. And I was like, oh, yeah, my bad. So uh, the third and final strike was I came into work super barred out and I was super tired. And I was like, man, I'm going to take a fucking nap. So there was a penthouse suite and it was <laughs> like, you couldn't, you couldn't even go to it. Like you had to unlock the elevator to even go to the floor. <laughs> so I unlocked the elevator and I went up to the penthouse and I unlocked the door, I turned on the TV and we had uh, walkie talkies so they'd call you if they ever needed you. And so I turned up my walkie all the way and fucking, I was like, just gonna take an hour nap. And so I guess it was like four and a half hours later I wake up and there's a manager and two big ass security guards just screaming at me like, shit, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) And I I was, uh, I had been uh, sleeping cross-legged, so I jumped up and my leg was asleep to the point of non-use and I just fucking hit the deck like, (laughs) just fell on the floor. And at that point they were like, oh, fuck, are you okay? And I just kept trying to get up and falling, just saying, oh, my God, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I just fucking walk, walked out of the door and went home. Uh, and uh, the guy that got me the job was in the program, too. That was bad. And he just called me the next day, and he was like, so, you don't have to come in tomorrow. And I was like, I know, but <laughs> I know. 
I remember this story. I remember this story. Yeah, it was classic. <laughs> I don't know how we didn't read this email. It's so funny. It, it is a, this was like my most ridiculous Xanax escapade. And so I was living with this uh, Alabama meth head named Jeff. J-E-P. So they'll always remember Jeff and Jed. Right. So I go home and I'm like, Jeff, I got fired. He was on methadone. Um, and he was like, oh, well, uh, oh, well, <laughs> before that, I guess like two nights before, I had given Jeff some Xanax, and I got woken up in the middle of the night, and everyone was screaming, fire, fire. And it turns out, old Jeff had tried to cook ramen noodles with no water and just fucking caught the apartment on fire. <laughs> Sober living apartment, mind you. Uh, but we were so, have you ever been like so fucked up on Xanax, but you're like, Sober, you know what I mean? Like to everyone else, you could appear sober, but you're just not there. You yeah, just blacked happen? out. Yeah, like every time. <laughs> yeah, so mm. we were that level. So, mm. so I get home and I'm like, Jeff, I got fired, and he's like, Well, you want to go get some crack? And I was like, Absolutely, let's go get some crack. And as soon as we got in the car, I was like, Jeff, don't let me forget to get some gas. And he was like, Okay. And so we're driving down the street. And at a random point, Jeff's like, oh, yeah, dude, don't forget to get gas. And I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. And I just cut it, cut the wheel left, because I guess I thought he meant there's a gas station. And I fucking hit an FTD floral flower truck. Like, I just T-boned the oh, out of God. it. And, uh, and so Jeff looks at me, and he's like, yo, uh, I got warrants. And I'm like, bye, Jeff. And he just fucking runs off. <laughs> and the, cop, the cops show up, and... Uh, I'm in that ignorant, fucked up, but they can't tell state, and they just tow my car, and I had to walk back to the sober living apartment, and uh, the chick was up at that point, and they fucking, they kicked me out, and this, I'll add this, I didn't put this in the email, but I was big into um, uh, emergency room shopping, like I was a self-injurer, mainly because of Xanax, so... My last day at the sober living, I, I boiled a pot. Of, I, was, I was completely barred out. I boiled a pot of coffee and I poured it on my hand like as soon as it was done. And it turned like beet red because I didn't have any money, but I had insurance. So that was like my fail safe to get paid to. So I poured it on my hand and I drove to the ER. And by the time I got to the ER, my hand was normal again. So I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? And I was sitting <laughs> in the parking lot and... <laughs> I just fucking took my big lighter and just cooked my hand. Wow. I gave it like a fourth degree burn, like down to the muscle. And I just walked into ER and I was like, hey, uh, I burned my hand on my moped because I had a scooter at the time. And uh, that was basically, uh, then I wound up being abandoned I got kicked out of my halfway house Wait, did my the, parents were did like the, good luck did and, the burn uh, work Jed did you uh, get pain pills for the burn oh fuck yeah from like from two different states <laughs> but um cause I would just go to every ER and then I would go to every urgent care and then my trick was because in Florida, in Florida, there's no paperwork, right? So you can get multiple pain oh, pills from no, multiple dude, spots. Yeah. And, and my, my double trick was they would give me Vicodin, and then I would call them back and say, hey, I've got hepatitis C. My doctor says I need Vicoprofen because it doesn't have a acetaminophen. And so they double script me. Oh, shit. That's quite a yeah, scam. It was, just a fuck, it was a fucking mess. Chris, then, um, Chris told so that, a story earlier. Ended. 
about going to the ER with testicle pain. Did you ever try that? <laughs> testicle pain? Oh, no. No. Okay. Just continue, please. That, I'm sorry. Did that work? It worked for one. It didn't work for another. The other one just got fondled and got some Advil and sent home. <laughs> that sucks. Um, basically, that kind of, well, it, it ended up, when I came to, out of this whole blackout, uh, I was living with this guy named Nathan that apparently I had met at an AA meeting and convinced him to let me move in. I had a brand new car that I'm not sure how that happened. Somehow, like, my parents had came down, bought me a new car, and I was living in a completely new house, and I'd moved to Fort Lauderdale. Do not remember how all that happened, but that's that's where I ended up. Hmm. So that's basically <laughs> the end of that run in Florida. And then there's, this was like the, the most chaotic time in my life, but that's basically the craziness of the St. Petersburg, Florida story. I love that story. I, 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 I love that. I mean, I've, you know, been a drug addict forever, and, and Chris, too, and I know that I never, like, I never burned myself or, like, got to a point like that. Did you ever do anything like that, Chris? Um, like, intentionally hurt. I just went in and would try to lie and didn't really work that well. Sometimes it worked. That's some fucking bottom, bottom well, shit. It is. Well, and especially if I was on any sort of benzo. Like, it for some reason, like, benzo and, like, reckless abandon to my physical body, like, went hand in hand. That was, I, I beat, like, benzo and shooting up cocaine are two addictions that I beat in my addiction. You know what I mean? Like, I stopped using those before I stopped using completely. Because you knew that was the lights out kind of special move oh, to fuck was, you. That, there was no way of doing anything if I was getting barred out. Like, that was the most fucking trouble I ever got in. Same with shooting coke. How's, um, how's, uh, sobriety? It's good, man. I'm, uh, I guess three years in September. That's so awesome. Too far off. And you're enjoying this yeah, podcast man. you're doing? Yeah, I am. I'm, um, I just finished my first quarter for the addiction counselor training school. Nice. Um, yeah, dude, doing the podcast thing. Life's good, man. I love it. It's it's pretty good. Chris, congr- late congratulations on your three years, man. That's fucking awesome. Oh, thanks, dude. I appreciate it. Thanks, man. You like That's that? Super rad. Well, we love to hear from you, and we love that your that your podcast is going strong. And I love seeing it on Facebook and everything. You know, I love hearing from you too. And I and I love that you, you called guys in, too, man. Y'all are y'all are really like some real deal Holyfield uh, <laughs> friends. I've just met digitally, and that's pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's cool, dude. Absolutely. Enjoy the rest of your uh, So What Festival. Um, and I will, man. And sen- um, send our best yeah, to next, Jay. Next time we'll, we'll do a proper, uh, a proper interview or show or something. No, but I love this. I love yeah. that, that story. I, love, I just love South Florida because I was in rehab in South Florida forever. And I imagine how many fucking perfect dopey stories there are there just from all the addicts working yeah. the jobs there. You know, it's like and, it's another it's another country, dude. It's like it's insane. And, and the bellboy <laughs> industry for the addict is just a ripe, ripe creative world for for great stories like Goldilocks, who's been sleeping in my fucking bed. <laughs> I love that shit. I really do. But I'm um, glad that we got right, to get you on today. All right, y'all. All right, Jeb. Yeah, be well, man.
Stay strong. Love right. to hear you. Stay strong, Dopey Nation. Thank Until you. Next time. See y'all. Later. Later. Awesome, right? Yeah, dude, that's awesome. I Hear love that. From Jed. And what do you have to say about fucking Listerine? Yeah, I've heard that before. I've heard that people doing that. The dude, he finished the share. I'm sitting next to him. I reach out, I shake his hand. I say, this is the best share I've heard in years. He looks at me like I'm crazy. Then I'm sitting there for another 15 minutes. I get bored. And I'm like, I'm leaving. And I shook his hand again. And he and I looked homeless. You know, I'm wearing the homeless jacket. I'm not wearing the Where dapper. Where is this? Uh, in the West Village. Okay. And um, Perry Street? Yeah. Is but, this a Perry Street? Perry Street does not get Listerine drinkers normally. It was For the Dopey Nation, Perry Street is where um, you see celebrities. I've never seen I, a celebrity there. What are you talking about? You, you, I know someone, a celebrity you've seen who put a sticker on his phone. That wasn't there. That was a Perry Street, I thought. No. Oh. No. But thank you. I know, um, without violating who it was, I know that my friend regularly sees one of the Baldwin brothers there. Not the good one, though. <laughs> <laughs> Actually. No. What? No. Well, who's the good one? Alec. Not mouth it to me. You're retarded. What? Just because now I can't even... You just bleep that shit. Yeah, yeah, it was the good one. That's the... He's in AA. All right. Well, I hope now you Now I have to bleep all the... I'm just going to rewind this and fucking start it. Why? I guess I'll bleep it all. Chris, Give me my Coke. You're not drinking the last sip of my Coke. What's wrong, man? <laughs> oh, Chris, this is vintage dopey Chris. You should see him. He's laying on his side. He, he's like, his A feet are restless up. Earphones. What's wrong? <laughs> Things are going so well for you. Things are going great. Chris is about Things, to get an apartment. Things are going great. He's back to, he's feeling his mojo. Times are good. Times are great. What's the matter? Things are clicking. What's wrong? What do you mean? What's wrong? Look at you. There's nothing wrong. What's wrong? You know what it was? I was upset with the sound quality of Jed's calling. Okay. Dopey Nation, if if you were upset about it too, why don't you write us a review? I don't know. Maybe it'll sound good. I'm hoping on the flip it'll sound good. It'll be fine. It'll be fucking fine. You like how I said on the flip? What does that Pretty mean? Cool. I don't know. <laughs> what, just, what flip? I kind of surprised myself when it came out. Isn't that fun when something comes out and you sound so much like, better than you think you like, could who sound? Who said that? What? Wasn't there something else that we wanted to talk? Oh, do you want? Should we do that voicemail? We should do the voicemail. You gotta um, do the ad. Oh, we gotta do the ad. That fucking ad. Should I do it real quick right now? Yeah. All right. Let's just bang this thing out. Yeah. All right. This is an ad. Never <laughs> reading. Is this the last time? I don't know. We're contractually... To do five. We did two... One. This is the fourth time. Fourth time. All right. I cannot wait till this ad. Betterhelp.com makes it really easy to get your own online counselor. E-counseling is an effective, convenient, and affordable way to get help with many issues. You uh, hold on. To no, 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 no. I just have a question. Do you read the ad because you're scared I'm going to fuck it up? You want to read it? Here, you fucking read it. I, this is a dream come true. <laughs> It's good. I can vape. Betterhelp.com makes it, makes it, it's not even written well. Makes it, it says makes it's, makes it's, makes it's really easy to get your own online counselor. E-counseling is an effective, convenient, and affordable way to get help with many issues. You can get help with stress, anxiety, depression, relationships, career issues, self-esteem. And... Addictions. There it is. And many other life challenges. Yeah. Chris. Mm. 
severe mental illness. All BetterHelp counselors are licensed, accredited professionals. I don't think... Actually, you know what? You're wrong. I think if you had severe mental illness, online counseling would not be the way to go. Maybe it would. You're going to get like a schizophrenic on there (laughs) doing therapy. But maybe it's a really... uh, Maybe it is better help. Maybe they can deal with these people. Yeah. I don't know. You never these know. These people. These, those people. Fuck uh, these. Us people. Those people. <laughs> us people. <laughs> you people. <laughs> All right. All BetterHelp counselors are licensed, accredited professionals. BetterHelp allows one. I like it when Chris gets this crazy look in his eye, though. <laughs> it's comforting. BetterHelp allows one to connect with. Uh, BetterHelp allows one to connect with them in a safe and private online or mobile environment. Anything one shares is confidential. It's affordable. Getting started is free, so you can feel confident. Our service and the, our service and the therapist we match you with is right for you. Then just pay a low flat fee for unlimited sessions with your counselor. It's convenient. <laughs> one can do it at your own time and at your own pace. Communicate with your therapist as often as you want and whenever you feel it's needed. Better help is available at your time. In your place. To start your free week-long subscription for as much contact as you need, just complete the questionnaire and enter the credit card details. It's safe and secure if you're not safe or secure. If you don't need help beyond the first week, simply cancel your subscription with click of the button. With click of the button. <laughs> That's absolutely free. Oh, absolutely fine. If you don't need help beyond first week, simply cancel subscription with click of button. Simply click button. <laughs> if you find value, do nothing and automatically extend your subscription. Without clicking a button. Don't click button. Automatically extend your subscription. Pricing varies between 180 and 280 per month for unlimited access. That's about the cost of a single of a single in-person session with a similarly qualified in-person therapist. Give it a try today for betterhelp.com backslash dopey. <laughs> I like uh, we're safe and secure, even though you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Click button. It's absolutely fine. Dude, I didn't tell you this funny story. So yeah, betterhelp.com. Check it out. Yeah. Um, backslash dopey. Wait, but didn't you say somebody tried to do it and it didn't work or something? Yeah, my friend looked at it. He said it wasn't working. But maybe it is. Go to betterhelp.com backslash dopey. Tell them we sent you. Click button. What don't if click button. these don't give us our measly $75? I will kill you. <laughs> if we don't get our money, I will kill you. But, dude, I didn't tell you this story. It's a funny story. But I, I, I don't know if you knew this. I know who your hairdresser is, Kate, the lovely Caitlin. Yeah. Do you know who my hairdresser is? No, is Stan the Barber? No, his name is Igor. Is and, it really? Yes. And is he, he Russian? He's a Russian Jew. And yeah. he, he's a Trump supporter. And he has a... Wait, isn't that weird? I don't know. You should, you, Igor? Holy shit. I've met a lot of people in my life. Igor is a gem. Just a... Just such an entertaining guy. Such a fucking weirdo. Yeah. Um, and so funny. Um... I, I, he he runs this store. It's on, if you guys need a haircut and you're ever in the East Village, he's on First Street and First Ave- Avenue. I think it's called Clean Cuts. And Igor is like just my favorite. He's just my favorite barber I've ever had. The haircut's pretty good, but the cu- the time with Igor is just so fun. And Igor let me put dopey cards 
on his counter yeah. about two months ago. And his son, he's got two sons who work in the barbershop from time to time. Oh, he's older. He's like 10 years older than me. Something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, older. That's old. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so from time to time, his sons are there. And his sons like all the different things I do. They like my T-shirts. They like my old uh, web series. They like the cookie. Yeah. And one of them listens to Dopey. He likes Dopey. And I, I was like, Igor, can I put some cards out here? He was like, sure. You know, and so for a month, I'd come in, and there's this stack of dopey cards in between his scissors and his blue liquid with the comb yeah. and all this, the pomade and all yeah. this shit. And then one time, I come in there and I go, Igor, the, the cards aren't there. What did did people ask you about the cards and and you gave them to them? He said, I hate the cards. <laughs> I said, What are you talking about? He goes. People laugh at me. Dopey. What is this? Dopey. Dopey. <laughs> I said, Igor, so what did you do? He said, I put cards behind register. Do you want them back? I said, yeah, I want them back. He goes, too bad. They sit behind register. <laughs> so Igor. Are they actually behind the register? Yeah. He had like 20 he didn't cards. just throw them away? No. Oh. He's a really weird guy. Very stubborn. Trump supporter. I have put cards out in one place and they've always gone. All of them. Can you believe Igor took the cards down? Yes. And he was pissed. Igor's very passionate. He gets really angry often. Yeah, well, I mean... He's the last Jewish barber. I mean, Dopey is um, not something you'd want associated with you unless you associate with drug addicts. Or if you're like, I don't know, I can see why he didn't want it. He said that people were always making fun of him because the cards were there. Yeah, they'd be like, what's dopey? Yeah, and he'd be like, oh. He would just get frustrated <laughs> before the conversation ever started. Exactly. But I thought that was funny. Um, so what are we doing? You want to play that voicemail? Yeah. yeah, I do. We haven't listened to this yet. It's the second voicemail from, what's his first name? Tim. Tim. I think. Right? It's uh, Tim, right? Uh, I don't know. I forget. Do you have anything else to say about Artie? Do we do great we, voicemail? Do we uh, gloss over well, we Artie? We have some Artie news, but we can't share that either. <laughs> Specifically, can't share it. But some potential. Do you have anything Artie. to say about Artie? I just said it. No, about him. And Chris tracks down Artie. I guess Artie was too fucking high to notice you or Dopey or whatever. Ooh. Oh, we had the guy in Seattle too. Yeah, yeah we had somebody, a uh, Dopey Nation member, do, talk uh, to I'm Artie read in that. Seattle. For I'm going to read that real quick. Yeah, find it real fast, like. You know, we have two Tylers who listen, and I get them confused all the time. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. we have a couple Tylers. All right. Tyler, Tyler, Tyler H. Tyler H. Tyler H., yeah. Went to see Artie, and uh, I'm going to read his email just real quick, okay? Uh, I never thought I'd be so glad to hear an ad on the podcast. Yeah. Tyler liked the ad. Congratulations. Don't laugh at the weird companies that are paying for podcast advertisements either. <laughs> Too late. Uh, one of the podcasts I listened to, their first ad was by the sex toy, The Fleshlight. That podcast now averages over 11 million downloads per episode. While I'm not suggesting... I wonder what podcast that is. That's like one of the three podcasts. Do you know if once you get to 3,500 uh, downloads per episode per month, you're in the top 10% of podcasts? Well, we're getting there. Yeah, we're close. We're like uh, more than halfway there. Or halfway there. I know. No, I don't know halfway. what I'll do. I'll probably use when we get there. If we get to ten percent, we get to one percent. Let's have a thing. If we get to the top one percent, we relapse we'll together. Do, no, we'll relapse, and then that's going to boost our ratings up even more to the point one percent because we'll keep doing it, but it'll be like a train wreck on air. But the most interesting <laughs> thing about Dopey about us is that we never use together. Never. 
I tried to get you to use with me. And I smoked pot in front of you. And we both use during our, like, after we went to rehab together. We yeah, both But we never used times. together. Um, Actually, you drank in front of me. Yeah. And I smoked weed in front of you, too. You never smoked weed in front of me. You didn't, I didn't take bong hits when you went to my apartment, ever? No. Maybe just on the phone. No. Really? No, I would remember that, yeah. Okay. That podcast, yeah, but I had and to drink. And the drinking didn't count, because you're... I don't drink. You I had like a drink. natural antibodies in your yeah, blood. yeah. <laughs> That podcast now averages over... Yeah, yeah, yeah. While I'm not suggesting seeking out sex toys, go for the tea ads, like I said, like you mentioned on number 72. We should be getting paid for the tea place, and we basically mention them every other episode. Did you apply for it? Yeah. You know where I want to get sponsored from? I want to get sponsored by a vape company. I want to get sponsored by Parmigiana, because they make a hell of a sandwich. <laughs> we had that Parmigiana fucking grilled Dave chicken, shut up mozzarella, broccoli rob sandwich down the street. How about that Parmigiana, and then you just chase it with some uh, vanilla chocolate chip ice cream? <laughs> That's the stuff. You can't top that. <laughs> That's a spicy <laughs> meat. <bowl. laughs> this is tough. <laughs> um... Uh, yeah, da, 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 da. Your your fans can fast forward the ad, but this ad we read it was funny, and it contributes to the entertainment we all benefit from. Not everything is going to be tailor made for your audience at first, and that's okay. If comedians like Bill Burr are clocking dollars, butchering copy for snack boxes and mattress companies, you guys can too. We just did butcher some copy. Anyway, you asked for an update on Artie in St. Louis. He played two nights ago with another scheduled for tonight, and was hilarious. I saw him the anniversary of his dad's death and right after his arrest, but he still had a great set, I'm sure. I told him to check out Dopey (laughs) and build it as drug addiction and dumb shit. I told him stories like the pig story was the essence of the show. It was quick, but totally better than the previous Artie encounters I've heard of. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, thanks for the show. And while I started listening while I was active, I've currently got over seven months. Stay strong. That's awesome, dude. It's really cool. Love that, Tyler. Anyway, thank you, Tyler. Thank you for mentioning it to Artie. If any of you guys run into Artie, mention Dopey. What the fuck? Let's see if it ever ever penetrates his thick head. Yeah. That would be great. Artie, I love you. I, I love Artie so much. Yeah, he's a good guy. No, I love him. Like, I love how he talks. I, I don't I, know him, though. I think I know him through you. Yeah. I, and Artie doesn't know anything about me. So I've met him twice in the last year. We'll call it unrequited love. Yeah. Here we go. This is from that Tim. That is weird. I've met him twice in the last year. I've it? never met him. That's strange. Yeah. You've talked to him on the phone. Briefly. I to- and, I t- and I told him I loved God, him. I should have recorded that and we could have played it on. How could you have done that? I would have hung up the phone with you and pushed record on my phone. And then I wouldn't have been on it. No. And then you would have been like... Well, I thought you were going to be so useful. I thought I was going to mm-hmm. hand the phone to him. You went like this, Mr. Lang. This is for you. Yeah, as soon as I, as soon as I handed, as soon as I told him somebody wants to talk to you, that's when he's like, "I gotta get out of here." As soon as I mentioned Dopey, he's like, "I gotta get out of here." <laughs> anyway, here we go. Tim, Tim from Kensington, from Philly. This is a voicemail. Yeah. Yo, what's up, fellas? <clears throat> Tim from Philly. Got another story for you guys. I'm driving home from my little sister just had a baby, so I thought I would, I would share while I was driving. Um, so. Yeah, man, this one, this one, I'm not proud of this one, um, but it's it's definitely funny. So, you know, this is during a period of my my life where I was like really in the shit. I was like shooting all types of drugs and taking zannies and clonopins and all that stuff, and you know, really in a bad place. And and at this time, the money had ran out. I sold anything of value, and you know, every day was like a was like a, a rat race to, to get the next one. 
So in the past, when I had money, one of my hustles was I would, I would like, I know a lot about jewelry, gold in particular. So I would go on Craigslist and I would buy stuff that I knew I could resell and make money on. You know, it worked a couple times, but um, it was really more of a hassle than it's worth. But so this woman that I had bought a necklace from, she contacts me out of the blue, probably like months, two months later. And she tells me that her husband and her are getting a divorce and she wants to sell the ring. So I'm like, and keep in mind that I, I don't remember any of this. I am only going off of the police report. I, I don't remember anything really until like the next day after I, I woke up in a jail cell. But, you know, I remember bits and pieces of it kind of, you know, like anyway. So she, uh, I, I agree to meet her at a train station and uh, there's like a little coffee shop there. So we sit down and I'm looking at the ring and, and like looking at the, the appraisal on it and acting like I really am interested in this ring. You know, I got my loop there, like my jeweler's loop. I'm like looking at the markings and, uh, and, she, and she goes, she, and this is her like report. She says, and then he just looked up at me with the saddest face and said, I'm really sorry I have to do this, but it's a matter of life and death. And then he stood up and ran. <laughs> and so uh, I, I, I run away. I try to run away. I, I, I'm so messed up. I, I'm probably not doing a very good job of it, but I, I thought I was. And I get up and run, and she gets up and runs after me. And she keeps right on up with me, too. I look behind me. She's right there. She's screaming bloody murder, like letting the entire neighborhood know what I did. And I'm running. I go down these steps, turn around. She's still right behind me. I, 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 I was like confused because I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm an athletic dude. I played varsity sports, uh, baseball and soccer, and I was fast as shit. I, and this woman is like right behind me. So I'm like, what is going on? Why can't I get rid of her? And so I keep running and, uh, probably run for like a good three or four or five minutes, you know, which is a long time when you're in hot pursuit. Um, you know, it, it felt like forever. And so I'd like duck off into this backyard and out of nowhere, this dude, this, this, this good Samaritan, I guess here's what's going on and like cuts cuts me off and I'm running and out of out of nowhere he like just sideswipes me and tackles me and tackles me into a, a barbecue a grill and I smash my head cut my head wide open I'm bleeding all over the place the guy holds me down just pins me down until the cops get there I try I, I apparently I like tried to get away and you know he's just and obviously I'm I'm not strong enough at that point to do anything and uh so the cops come they arrest me uh well they take me to the hospital first so i did all that with the handcuffs on and everything and yeah i don't remember any of it but it's just it's just so funny like you know i i had no idea what happened until you know i'm sitting in court and she's like telling i don't i don't even remember how it went i guess like the police report or something and uh yeah, so so I, uh, th- she 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 had to be like I know I was messed up, but this woman had to be like one of these like fit mama like yoga guru ladies because I 
I should be able to get away from, you know, a woman. <laughs> but she, she wasn't having it, man. Or else she just, she really didn't want to lose that ring. But anyway, love you guys, man. Thanks for doing what you do. Every week I look forward to hearing it and uh, hearing the podcast. And uh, yeah, talk to you later. Peace. All right, Tim. Thank you. That was funny. I like that voicemail. But I will say that uh, both me and you probably couldn't get away from most women. I don't think I could get away from <laughs> anybody. <laughs> I just I'd roll my ankles about two seconds. Got that alcoholic polyneuropathy. Wow. I can outrun a woman. Most women, if it's on a flat concrete service if there's any maneuvering to the left or to the right if it's grass i can't maneuver i can't outmaneuver a turtle this morning i played tag with my seven-year-old daughter yeah and i was like the flash she could not <laughs> lay a fucking hand on me for like I'm, I'm running backwards i'm moving i'm grooving and she could not fucking touch me but then i got tired so I, yeah. I let her tag me because I wanted to go sit down. But I was very impressed. But she's seven, you know. Yeah, I think you have another maybe two years. Oh, that? that? Yeah. yeah. I if know. I stop smoking, maybe I have another eight. Maybe I'm going to become one of You know these guys who are like 50 and they run the marathon and they wear like fitting clothes and stuff? What if I'm one of those guys? You're not going to be one of those How guys. do you know? Just, because... Even if you stopped smoking and you started getting, and you got, let's say you stopped smoking and you got into really good shape. Yeah. Your personality just would never mesh with that. You wouldn't wear the spandex. What if I would? What if I totally I'm did? I'm telling you, you wouldn't. What if I did, though? I'm telling you. What if you, I ran the marathon in a t shirt and sweatpants? It's a 100 to 1 odds. What if I ran it in a t shirt and sweatpants? That's more like a, like 90 to 1 odds. It's more likely. But then I, I'm, I'm like one of these guys who tucks in my shirt and stuff. I'm like, I wear one of those weird caps. I tell you what, I was really shocked seeing you with your uh, play clothes on tonight. So th- that kind of changed my image of you. Dude, so, I've started dressing differently since this tip pooling thing. Yeah, because they told you you had to dress differently. No, no, no. I start, I'm dressing like the person I want to be. Yeah. Instead of the person you are. The person I am. And, and, and yes, exactly. You but, dress for the job that you want, not the job that you have, something like that. Yeah, dude, but I also like. I, didn't I look cool? Yeah, you look different. Did yeah. I look cool or I did not look cool? I, don't, I wouldn't say cool. You weren't like, holy maybe, shit. Maybe respectable. Holy shit, Dave looks cool. <laughs> maybe respectable. You didn't think to yourself, holy shit. No, cool was not the word that came to my head. Well, you said dapper. Dapper and respectable. Fancy. Because you're not very respectable. <laughs> Who am I not respectable? <laughs> Who am I not respectable I to? should have got a picture, dude. I want to make a recommendation to everybody. Yeah. Let's say you want Le Petit Ecolier cookies. Le Petit Ecolier. Ecolier. <laughs> I think it's a cure. It's le, Ecolier. It means schoolboy. I love Le Petit Ecoliers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I used to eat those and Pims all the time. Raspberry and orange Pims. What's you the other ones? What's the other one? Have you ever had Pims? Dude, who are you fucking talking to? <laughs> what was the one we got last that week? That was the that shit. Was good. What was that know. called, though? I don't even know. That was, um... That was like Le Petit Cures, but better. It's Ecolier, first of all. And secondly, 
it, it was, I can't believe I can't remember. I love those. You know what I used to do with the Les Petites? What? Um, I'd nibble along the edges. Oh, yeah. Just, just, just and see, then, yeah. then you get just the chocolate. Or I sometimes try to nibble it all away let's, and just have the chocolate. Let's say you can't find Le Petit Ecolier where you are. What I recommend is buying a box of graham crackers and a bar of 70% dark chocolate. Match up the size and you are in heaven. You know what's actually pretty good is just get those little schoolgirl... Uh, biscuits, biscuits, and then put chocolate on them. Hell yeah! Yeah, schoolboy bitches, schoolboy, <laughs> <laughs> schoolgirl biscuits. They're buttery. Oh. They got some like like moistness to them. There's a bittersweet, and, and they're dense, and they're they're perfect for with. To, but you don't like halva. How do you not like halva? What the fuck does halva have to do with halva the little biscuits? Halva is so people don't even realize it. the like, schoolgirl bitches. I thought halva was like. Crap! When I was a kid, I couldn't stand. I love it now. Chocolate covered halva is the bee's knees, and so I would. Uh, On the flip, is it, way better it, than the bee's knees. If by you the way. actually look at the content, though, halva is like twice as bad as a Snickers bar. It's really bad for you. Oh yeah, it's so sugary. It's, it's just really bad. So much fat and stuff. Are you playing a song? Yeah, I'm playing. Let's a song. double song. You play a song, and then we're gonna end with Methadone by Johnny. Johnny boy. Should I play a song? Yeah. Yeah, just say Alright, this is a song I wrote in South Florida in rehab. You wrote this. Yeah, I write this all these This is original fucking, material. Every song I play I write, except for the Gambler and the Warren Zevon song. Um, Alright, you ready? Okay. <clears throat> well, I've been reading your eyelids I've been storming the beaches And you handled it well And she was So endlessly empty So good and so plenty It's so hard to tell
shrinks and swells And times hurt But so do the punches The cold business lunches People wishing well I think that we should put on our blog all of your songs, and you should record them, and we should just have each on there, or at least your good ones, not your bad ones. I don't have bad ones. <laughs> you like that one? I like that one. I like the last one you played. Forever in debt. Yeah, that one. Forever in debt. So just play the chorus real quickly. That's the whole thing, just the chorus. Well, forever in debt, building standing sets, standing in the ground to defend against the rest. On oh, the chorus, I guess it's. Sabotage is no longer camouflage. It's almost in the over, so you better quit your jobs. Can't say it looks too good. It could be a mirage pointed at your head. Yes, yeah, so we need to actually on. record these, like for real. Uh, right. Anyway, my good friend. Yeah, what are we gonna do? No. Do you know if I fart in front of my daughter and uh, her mother, her mother gets really mad. But my daughter says. That's fine. So whenever, whenever we're alone and I fart, she goes, that's fine. Really? <laughs> it's just so funny. That it's like funny. something out of Arrested Development. That is or funny. like when she farts, she goes, it's fine. Daddy, it's just a noise that happens from my behind that smells bad. That's funny. All right, I'm going to read a review. Great. Would uh, you call it the we, iTunes I don't think review we, of the week? I just saw this. I don't think I've read this one. I think there's a murder upstairs. Did you hear that in <laughs> There's this creepy house. All right, you Do you ready? get scared by yourself? No. Never? I never get scared. Never? I'm just scared of my own feelings. It's <laughs> profound. Um, all right. I don't think I've read this. I don't think we've read this. I'm surprised. Uh, this was on March 19th, so we're turning it back a little bit. We just got another review in the last like 10 minutes. Did it come in? It didn't come in. It just showed up somewhere. Perfect Recovery Comedy Podcast from Undead Slim. Have you heard this? Mm. Dave and Chris talk recovery and war stories in a perfect mix and balance. Each episode is better than the last, and even the podcasts that don't have much happening, besides them small talking about TV shows, it still works. Nice. They play really well off of each other. Quality guests and good laughs throughout. Vape knocks. Chris zoning out mentally. Dave complaining about everything and nothing all at once. And stories of pure debauchery. They hit you with the dopey, but then temper it well with recovery. Their shamelessness, they're shameless and it works. Hope you guys read this online and Dave likes a certain part and ask Chris to reread it. Did you read that part again? <laughs> That's my hope, favorite part. Hope you read no, my favorite online. part is the thing he said about me complaining about everything. You want me to reread it? Re- reread the whole thing. I like this. Dave thing. complaining about everything and nothing all at once in stories of pure debauchery. Blah, blah, blah. Hope you guys read this online and Dave likes a certain part and ask Chris to reread it. I find that hilarious. Keep up, guys, because if you feel you're talking to a small audience, you're not, and the Dopey Nation is growing. Growing. He also put a, a little black Santa Claus on there somewhere. Fat Boy Slim. What's his name? Dead Boy uh, Charles? Undead Slim. Undead Slim. That's a yeah. great review. I love the iTunes reviews are great, guys. Thank you for doing it. Did I read another one? 
Uh, Undead Slim, that's very special, and I appreciate the black sand. Uh, this one is from. This was a four star instead of a five star. Why do you suppose they do a four yeah, star? I, I think, think it was she, a mistake. I think she meant to do five. Okay. How do you know said, it's a girl? I don't. Uh, it says, great podcast. Y'all need to make money. Yeah, I don't know why I thought it was a girl. I love this podcast. It's real. Suggestion create a premium membership that we can purchase, allowing us access to all past episodes. Y'all should lock the first episodes, not to talk about another podcast, but check out Recovered Podcasts and how they set up their premium system. Do you know about that one? No. Y'all deserve to cover your costs and get paid for your time. Thanks for everything. What's her name? Koppel. Do you think it's Ted Koppel? Who's that again? Some newscaster. Or Bernie Coppell. He played uh, the doctor on the love boat. (laughs) Did you hear Titface? No, but let's hear it. This is, says, love it, but I just like the thing. It's from Titface. Yeah. She said, love the podcast. You guys are the best. Keep it up. How do you know it's a girl? I'm assuming. I mean, maybe C- it's a Cuncy, guy who Cuncy just... Cuncy was a guy. Yeah, maybe Titface is just a guy who likes tits in his face. Does some of these show up later? I feel like I'm just missing a lot of these. Like what? I don't know. Um, all right, let's wrap this shit up. What are we at? An hour and four minutes. We're not supposed to talk about the time, but we just do whatever we want. Brad... I wish the episodes could be longer, yeah. but we can't. Danny, good luck with the video you're making if you ever hear this. Uh, the guy who emailed us, sorry that we play songs. Remember he said don't play shit off our phone. Sorry. Sorry, but more importantly than all those guys is fucking Wicked Doc Sully Otter. Fucking Otter. Yeah, he's Otter. detoxing heroin. Oh, fuck, we forgot about Otter. Yet. He's let's, detoxing let's, let's, let's heroin. his stuff, but we'll, I mean, just because we'll keep that between us, but... A member of the Dopey Nation is hurting, and um, send you prayers. Fucking Otter, man. Yeah. I like it, One of because I think I called him Crazy Otto a couple times, yeah. and he said, no, I am not a weed-smoking bus driver, but a, a mammal that lives in the water, or, you know, something yeah. like that. I don't know. Did you like my Barney post on Instagram? I did. Yeah. Um, but I fucking, uh, I love Otter. They don't use Barney anymore, do they? Oh. I feel like he's rarely in The Simpsons. You watch it? Uh, when I'm here is the only time I watch The Simpsons. So I'll watch them tonight after you leave. But do you know Otter is like this dude who... He sent us artwork months and months and months ago that we put on Instagram. Otter's been around since the beginning, I feel. He sends really long emails and then he sends them before he finishes or he has to send another one to finish it. He's yeah. done it like ten times. And Otter is is finally... He's detoxing with the help of Kratom. Yeah. Kratom, what's it called? Kratom, yeah. So we, we send like the you natural suboxone. Do you ever do kava? Yeah, it doesn't do anything. No, I went I've to tried it in like twenty different ways. Yeah. I tried like the tinctures. I tried like this fresh root, the fresh stuff. What about kratom? Kava got really big in um, in Brooklyn. They started having little kava drinks. I went like to one of the first things I went. There's all this like they claim a lot of people started like trying kava and then relapse, but. Didn't do anything for me. It didn't feel anything. It's supposed to be like a benzo. I don't feel anything. Didn't feel a fucking thing. They actually took it off the shelves and switched. It used to be, now they have valerian root. Like when you go to like CVS, homeopathic sleep aid. It used to be kava, but I think they took it off because people were like abusing it. it Do you remember in in the Sopranos where Christopher starts fucking the chicken N.A.? And she, like, goes to get Valerian tea, and she's like, if you take ten bags and empty them in one cup, you might feel like you've taken half of Valium. Yeah, I do remember that. That's funny. Um, So, Otter, stay strong. Fucking, we're going to play my friend John, who um, fucking... He did did the, uh, uh, it was the Vipassana episode. Sound effects episode, yeah. yeah. Um, 
He's our Fred. My, he's my old, old friend. Our Fred. Our Fred. Yeah. Yes. And my old, old friend. He was the drummer in my band and still will be the drummer in any future venture that I ever get together, which I doubt I will. Mm. He's been sending me these drug songs. He sent me one song called Get Real High on that Your Own Supply. That he created himself. Yeah. That's the most important part. That he's writing, producing, singing, and performing every part. Yeah. So we're going to leave you with his song. Full version of Methadone. It's called Methadone. Yeah. Stay strong, Dope Nation. And, and, and it's not no, necessary. No, 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 You don't have to say anything anymore. I just like... I know you think it's not necessary. It sounds very, like, gay and effeminate to say toodles. Toodles.